Hey everybody, welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. And today we're watching episode 211 of Power Rangers. Power Rangers Turbo episode 6, Rally Rangers. It aired May 5th, 1997, written by Jackie March and directed by The Winch. The Winch? Al Winchell. Al Winchell. I was like, no, you mean The Wink? It was uh, not The Wink. Uh, it's only one Rally Ranger, though. You said Ranger. Rally Ranger. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> okay, well, I think that I think that probably... Gives us a hint as to what's going to happen. Probably, yeah. Only one ranger will rally. If you're new here... Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> if you're new here, yo, yo, yo! Yo, 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 everybody! I'm Alpha 6, and I'm here to annoy you. <laughs> Can't wait to see... Oh, maybe Alpha 6 is the rally ranger. I might be kind of into that. I might be kind of into that, too. Anyway, what we do is we pause the recording, we go watch an episode of Power Rangers, then we come back and we talk about it, and you can follow along if you got Netflix or the DVDs. And you should, because it's crazy, and sometimes weird, and mostly bad. Pretty much bad. So, like, if that's not a pitch, a sales pitch that I would buy, <laughs> I don't know what is. This is pretty much bad. Please watch it with us. Please? <laughs> For my friends? Anything. Don't make us do this alone. Anyway, speaking of doing it alone, here we go. Shift in the turbo! turbo. And there was, there's a few ranges. Um, Josh, this is one of them did rally, I guess. One of them did. Josh, this is. Oh my gosh, this is really, this is really embarrassing. Um, uh, guys, we can't. Ah, uh, jeez, we can't do an episode today because nothing in this episode <laughs> happened. <laughs> nothing happened in the episode that we just watched. So this we is. I'm sorry, we can't do an episode on it. This is like a part two of three, but it's only the one but part. But it's just the only thing. But nothing happens at all. Well, morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. True. We'll see you guys next time. That's it? That's all you're giving us? Yeah, I didn't I didn't know how far into the joke I was going to go. I wasn't going to go through the whole thing. you got to commit. you got to commit to the bit. Hey, Jake and Josh is where the archive lives for seasons one and two. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash themorphingrid. And we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, leave us a review, please. I feel like if I just ask nicely, maybe you'll do it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, please? Please? Just trying to, I don't want, I need to convince you. For your friends? For your friends, us, <laughs> anything, please? <laughs> and finally, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash Josh. If you go there and give a couple bucks to us every month, you get some cool stuff in return. Uh, it helps us out a ton, and uh, we, we thank you on the show. And speaking of which, we got two new ones that I'm pretty sure don't listen to this podcast, but do listen to... Uh, Pokemon World Tour, but guess what? But how can you tell? Exactly, you're getting thanked anyway. That's that's the Jake Mason guarantee. Sometimes they'll get thanked multiple times. Sometimes you like, get. We don't keep track. Ten, eleven thanks. So, Who knows? <laughs> you know what? Let's start at the beginning. Let's do them all. Yeah, let me no, scroll back. No, I don't want to do them all. Have we thanked Charles on this podcast? I don't know. First up is Charles. Then <laughs> thank you, Charles. <laughs> uh, next up is Peter Swanson. Thank you, Pete. I'm going to call you Pete. And finally, Dominic Bowers Mason. Thank you, Dominic. That's partly my name. It is, a little bit. Almost. It's one third. A well, third, it's of, half the, a your third name, of that but... is half of my name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Not including middle names, because who knows what those are. Anyway, that's all the preamble stuff we got. We have emails. We do have emails. So first up, uh, James let us know that Demetria will stop this question stuff later in the season. Uh, they also hint that Diva talks to Demetria are sisters in a couple episodes. Uh, it sort of comes up again in Power Rangers in Space. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Dowd is actually a substitute teacher. So we talked about that a couple episodes ago. All right. And he uh, he basically just explains student teaching is what you do when you're earning your teaching credentials. And basically teach a class for a semester or a year with a full-time teacher supervising you. Though the thing Kat may be actually doing is interning, which is when you're in college and wanting to become a teacher. So you just help out in a classroom. I, w- I was thinking about Kat's job <laughs> a yes. little bit the other day. And in my senior year, my high school had this thing called co-op, okay, which is basically like you would go to a teacher and be like, hey, do you need a co-op this semester? And they'd be like, yes. And you would just be like a teacher's assistant for them for one of your periods. Okay. Um, that got you brownie points. That got you something. I did it for my Spanish teacher. Okay. I just like spent a period. It was not a period that he had a class. So I just like graded tests for him for 40 minutes. That seems easy. Um so, like, that's kind of a way that it would work during school. Right. But she graduated. Right. So, she's so at, interning. And she's if, not, she can't even be in college yet because it's still summertime. No. So there's no way she is, like, becoming an educator fresh out of high school. No. I feel like they didn't – they're like, she'll be a teacher. That makes sense. But they had no plan past that. No. Because in the graduation, Mr. Kaplan said, like, oh, you all probably – or looking at colleges and know where you want to go, but they'd never pay off college for any of the Power Rangers. They all just get jobs instead. Yeah. Man, the 90s was different, huh? I just get, Just getting just, jobs. Yeah, you could just go get a job. I, and the Could farther- you imagine if I just walked into a radio station and be like, hey, you want to give me an hour-long show on weekends? Hey, can I get eight hours during primetime? Yeah, I'm just going to play fish and <laughs> leave the studio. Is that cool? I would be... I would be 50% a good radio host, 50% a bad radio host, because if music was involved, it'd be like, you guys want to hear Astronauts again? hope so. <laughs> well, you got to get, you gotta make sure you have the rights to play it. Oh, dude, Astronauts ain't expensive. Well, I know, but, <laughs> but I, don't, I don't know how that works. Is that like when you get a movie for TV, you get a limited number of plays before you have to renew? I feel like you kind of like lease it from like a big catalog, Or is catalog, it for a period maybe? of time? Like I can play this song for six months on a loop if I want. I don't know. I feel like it's probably... Like you just you you probably pay like a, a subscription to like one of the three major music label I don't know what to call them because there's there's ASCAP and BMI and they basically like all the music is one of those two like it's all right. cut into one of those two like through the artist but like it goes through those two places so I guess they're registered and you just like pay and then you get to play whatever songs that are available I don't know not a radio DJ. I mean, I sort of am, but I'm not. Right. <laughs> this is a, it's a similar medium, but the production is very different. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, Dad just gives us more uh, info on um, becoming a student teacher and also substitute teaching. So they get they get paid a lot more than I thought they did. Uh, we're not going to talk about it on air. <laughs> uh, so then we got a call to arms, essentially. Uh, we said, Artly, what's up with these people in Japan? So she sent us an email saying, hey, guys, heard the call to arms, so here it goes. I'll give a brief description of the universal reckless driving tribe Bozok, which is, I guess, the bad guys. Okay. That's a good name. And their mission, blow up the earth because they think the results would look like fireworks. Yeah. (laughs) 
So, like in Turbo, we do have the four main villains, but there are slight differences. Difference number one, Rygog is called President Gynamo. Maybe Gynamo? Gynamo. Gynamo. That sounds right. Uh, And he's actually the leader of the Bozok, and I keep... mm, My dyslexia is trying to turn that into some bad words. And is a complete perv. Cool, 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 cool. That Uh, explains the horn. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We'll get to Uh, that. That's a weird thing to happen. So he's the big bad. He is the boss. Okay. They also do this in Time Force where, like, the boss of Time Ranger is, like, a lackey in Right, and they just make up a a big villain? Yeah. Because Divatox is all ours. Well, yes and no, as as Artley will explain. Okay. Uh, He is in love with the character Zonette, and it shows, but I see it as Stranger Danger. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I believe that. Uh, Difference number two, Beauty Zonette, yes, that is what she calls herself, is Divatox. She gets her own Barbie pink convertible, has a big crush on the Red Ranger. Uh, Glad that that didn't come over in the series because yikes. (laughs) Wait, Barbie Zonette? Beauty Zonette has basically a Barbie pink convertible. Okay. Uh, But she's essentially Divatox is what I'm getting. Um, I looked up some pictures of Zonette. Doesn't look like Diva Talks. Right. Um, she changed her outfit a lot, but like she doesn't. It's not like a direct counterpart. Okay. So for the most part, Diva Talks is ours. Difference number three: Porto is the inventor Grotch. And man, he's, some of these names are just like skirting that they're line. They're trying real hard, uh, and he's the only one that came across with some similarities in both series. Just a little more gross. Uh, lastly, Elgar is deputy leader Zelmoda. And is the second in command, apparently, in his younger days. He was kind of a no-good Nick, and he was doing sick dirt bike stunts all over the universe. Well, not really, but it'd be awesome if he did. (laughs) Uh, I'll update you guys on future episodes and villains that have not been introduced. And since Jake has forbade the slander of the Jacket episode, I will write a comparison of the two episodes for you guys to read and enjoy. Uh, yeah, if you write that, let us know, and we will we will post a link to it on the Twitter. I would love to read that, first of all. (laughs) I would love to share how the jacket episode is just as Banu news in Japan. Uh, here's the start of a great parody season that didn't translate well into English. Later from the Sentai Senshi, Artly. Thank you very much, Artly. That was very informative. Yeah. Um, Grotch is a, supposed to be a clutch from what I have read. I don't think that's what a clutch looks like. I know for a fact it's not what a clutch <laughs> looks like uh, because a clutch is part of a transmission, and I used to sandblast transmissions for a living, and I've seen every kind of transmission there is, and none of them looked... Even remotely like Porto, I think they I think they had a good call by playing him up as a, a porthole. He is a submarine window. Yeah, come to life. It is an inflatable lawn ornament. <laughs> pretty much, that's pretty much exactly what he looks like. Uh, Deep Dogs calls him a marshmallow in this episode, but it's like, nah, not hashtag not my marshmallows. No, I don't eat marshmallows that look like him. I would never do that. Uh, next up, we got an email from Sky. Uh, the subject is missing Zeo powers. I was thinking about the Zeo powers disappearing without any mention. Here's what I think they should have done to explain it. Here's what I think they should have done to explain it. They were planning to replace Zordon in the show. So in the Turbo movie, they should have tied the Zeo crystal to Zordon's presence. Like the Zeo crystal is only active if a time displaced space wizard channels the morphing grid through it or whatever. Uh, that's why Zordon and Alpha, mostly Alpha, need to build keys and cars to replace the shapes and crystals. They wouldn't want to leave the Earth unprotected. That would have made Turbo, Cole, and a Power Rangers movie more relevant to the Power Rangers canon. And also, Largo could have been cut out entirely just because. Yeah, I like Scott, that. I, I'm always for getting rid of Largo. Anytime you can get rid of a Largo, that's a, that's a plus in my book. I don't feel like the Zeo powers are lost. I think Zordon just took them back. Well, the Zeo crystal like has its own 
and it's like its own conduit to the morphing grid, right? Yeah. Like, and they just stopped using them because they got cars. They got these sweet rides. Instead, you gotta do those wet stunts in the desert. <laughs> those wet car stunts. So, like, we could have season ZO two, ZO two. We already had a ZO two. Right. Hey, Saban, hit me up. I got some ideas. <laughs> so, Josh, we got some news. Just like a tiny little smidge of news. Cool. O Ranger has been confirmed to be released by Shout Factory on November 1st of this year. Cool. That's getting close. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to You know what that means? Car Ranger coming. <laughs> oh, I hope so. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to I'm going to try. I don't know how tricky it is or like how much you have to prove yourself, but I'm going to try to get an a Shout Factory affiliate link. Okay. So that way if any of our very attractive listeners would like to purchase any of the Sentai series, they can use our link and we get a little cut of that. And I, I'm pretty confident it doesn't cost them any more, but it does help us out a little bit. So right. uh, I'm going to look into that for you guys and I'll let you know. Yeah. I remember vaguely talking about that way back at the beginning of this. I like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> when we were like, maybe we can get sponsors or something. But yeah. like, I also had no idea how any of this worked. I've listened to too many podcasts that have just really awful ads to like ever even basically even consider sponsors. Yeah. Hey guys, Jake from the future here. I went on a little bit of a tear on podcasts and their sponsors and it didn't make for a particularly exciting radio. So I cut it all. You can listen to it. At the Franken cast the end of the season. And now I return you to your regularly scheduled podcast. Anyway, that's all I got for rambling. Uh, we're 20 minutes in. Yep. Do you want to talk about this episode? Yeah, let's burn through this sucker. <laughs> we start off at a soapbox derby. Is yep. that what these are called? That's okay. what this is. Uh, I don't know why they're called that, unless in the old times it was literally you raced soapboxes. Did did soap come in it did, wood cause blocks? Like, cause you, you, get, you stand on your soapbox. When you look down at people, right. right? And then you put wheels on that and you derb. And you, you, just, derb you derby. <laughs> you derb downhill on them. Riding derby. They try to catch me riding derby. <laughs> but they can't. So uh, there's a there's a soapboxer named Mean Machine. Uh, his racer is not enthusiastic at all. He's a very bad actor. He's wearing a terrible scarf. He's awful. Uh, he's just the worst. He's, just, he's racing the stag from Top Gear, but painted blue. You don't know Top Gear? No, not even a little uh, bit. Sorry. Also, this car was definitely black with red flames. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the blue one. Oh, right. This is the mystery. Yeah. Racer X. Uh, the stag, <laughs> I think it's called the stag on Top Gear. It's just like, it's all white. It's, a, it's just a racer. We don't know who he is. He's just an yeah. all white with a white helmet and a black visor. And he just like tries cars out on the track and like tries to race them as fast as he can around the track. He's like the best driver they could find. So like he's the control on how good these cars right. are. And this is what this mysterious little blue boy Looks like, except the visor on his helmet is spray painted. Oh, so dangerous. Matte black. Yeah. Except for like a peephole in the middle. Yeah, it's it's bad. Um, also, and that's a real kid in there. Also, like it's a hundred percent Justin. They try to treat it like who could this be? But like, yeah, who's this like little kid in a big blue what, helmet? What are you trying to hide while also flashing a neon sign yeah. over Power Rangers? What's your deal right now? Get it together, Mean Machine. Just. Ben hers him real quick and just knocks him into the haystacks <laughs> and the whole car like falls. I guess it's in a second that it falls apart. But we we see Cat and Adam and they're like Justin, like it's a big reveal, but like no dirt. 
guys. Right. Like, we knew. Then we get the open. Uh, what was Kat wearing? Oh, you're right. She's got a black shirt and black pants on, and I, ju- I just don't know what to call this article of clothing. It's like a little shirt. <laughs> It's, it's like, but not a crop top. No, it's it goes. It doesn't go past. I would say her belly button, but it doesn't close. It's basically like here. Let me warm your shoulders up. It's also not a shawl. Cause it's I know a, what that is. It's like a mini vest. It's like a vest with sleeves. That's also short. It's a short coat. It's a short coat. <laughs> she put her. She got a pink short coat on. Uh, somebody help us out, please. <laughs> please. I'm drowning over here. Help me out. <laughs> there was a boat here. We're drowning. Um, so then <laughs> we we cut to Justin. Once we come back from the theme song, uh, he's all crashed. He takes his helmet off, and his his car is just like it jalops. It's just like every part of it falls <laughs> off of every other part until it's like here's is a jalop a verb. It is now. I just invented it. <laughs> it's like a jalopy is like a bad car. So right. if your car jalops, it just falls it's apart. Jalopped out. Uh, and they're like, that's okay, we can help you fix it. He's like, no, that's cheating. I had to fix it myself. Is that ever been a rule for real? I don't think so. I never did a soapbox derby, but I was in Boy Scouts for I was like too. a hot minute. I, I did, I I did the Pinewood Derby. That's a little where you build a little car. You, you and you get like Everybody gets the same size block of pine, yeah. and you have to make a car out of it. And, and like, there's like weight limits that you have to meet and, and stuff. And glue nickels to the bottom. We, we actually had like a hobby shop in the town I grew up in yeah. that sold like little weights specifically. There was a whole section specifically for the Pine Car Derby. Dang. But I always made them with my dad. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I, I did too. I, I only think I only did one because I was in Boy Scouts for a year. Um, I got from I went from Bear Scout. I, was, I guess I was in Cub Scouts for a year and Boy Scouts for a minute and a half. Right. I became a Weeblo and then that was it. That was it for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did one Pinewood. Pine Bucks? Pinewood. Pinewood Derby. Uh, yeah, me and my dad did it. And like, yeah. But like, can you imagine being like, no. You have to build a car by yourself. You have to do it yourself. Here's your block of wood and your chisel. Good here's, luck. Here's a chisel. Here's a, uh, some hints. Because like, I didn't know how it stopped until like halfway, until the end of the episode. I was like, how do you stop? But they, Yeah, they don't tell you until yeah, it's important. They, but point is, they can't help them rebuild it. So then Mean Machine comes up. We find out his name is Warren. I heard Worm the first three times We're they gonna said We're going to call him it. Worm. We're going to call him Worm. Because this kid is wiggly. Yeah. <laughs> He is. Uh, Josh, how wiggly is this boy? Within five seconds of him talking, I yelled at him to stop moving his head so much. He accentuates every syllable with a different head movement, like uh, like Delphine, <laughs> but like a human boy. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it's it either. Bad. And you're like, yeah, humans don't do that, and that shattered the glass. That's all I can yeah, notice no every time he talks. No person speaks like this, worm. And he's like, yeah, you're just an egghead. You don't fit in. Egghead, and then he walks away. And it's like, wow, what great smack talk. <laughs> and Justin's just like, oh. Oh, I am. I am an egghead. Yeah, that's, Shoot. that's what your head looks like. <laughs> uh, so we cut to Diva Talk. Edgar comes in, and he's got a surfboard. I don't know why. Because he was surfing that sweet underwater. He was he was riding those tasty, oh, he, tasty waves. Oh, he heard about the new Raichu form. Oh, and so right. he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go surfing. Yeah, let me get a, let me go catch one in Pokemon Go. He's gonna rip some velocity out on the waves. I guess. T- uh, yeah, ride those tasty waves. S- surf that gnar. <laughs> Skits the glass. <laughs> <laughs> no, neither of those things are surfing. Maybe the glass might glass, be. Glass, I've heard the uh, surfboard because the they're fiberglass. Some of them. Here's the thing. I heard it on an episode of Johnny Bravo, and I don't remember the whole thing. But they're like, yeah. Something that glass. And Johnny's like, oh, that sounds dangerous. 
Because Johnny Bravo was the best. It was very good. I don't know if you remember. Johnny Bravo was awesome. Demotox is like, Porto, make that bomb better. Go faster. Make the bomb. Sorry, detonator. Make the detonator better. (laughs) We got to detonate that whole racetrack. Because? Why? Just to ruin family fun day? Because that's the setting of the episode, so Divatox needs to blow it up. That's bullshit. (laughs) We're we're six episodes in. We're already here. We're already at Divatox needs to blow up the place they are. Wow, that's lazy. Just like like so lazy. It's not... uh, That's that's like Harry Potter and the Cursed Child levels of lazy. (laughs) Which, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who's still intent on reading it. But there is literally, if J.K. Rowling wrote the book herself, this is a Harry Potter book, not this garbage play. Uh, there's a part where they're like, oh, there's a rumor that this this thing happens. And it's like this huge conspiracy. And they just come out and say it, right? Like literally the character it's about is like, I know you probably heard the rumors that this big conspiracy. <laughs> Seven pages later, they're like, the conspiracy's probably true, like in the mi- the Ministry of Magic. Like, right. It is so lazy and hacky that i'm like this couldn't this isn't real this isn't a real book <laughs> this is fi- i'm reading a figment of my imagination <laughs> that's essentially what divatox is doing where she's like where are they the racetrack i need to blow the racetrack up why it's in the script i have to do it because that will kill the power rangers this is a big racetrack yep it's gonna well, kill a lot there's of people. a lot of problems with this plan anyway uh porto gets mad because he's like i'm going as fast as i can she's like well go faster nerd Right. And she like drops. Porto, she, did you ever went fast? No, you didn't. But you better. And then dumps his books and like gives him a wedgie or whatever. So then we cut to the garage. Justin is trying to rebuild his stack of lumber that is used to be true blue. Yeah. <laughs> and Tommy comes in. He's like, "Hey, I heard what happened today. You know, Cat told me that you got like picked on." Because this is also Tommy's garage. I guess he owns a garage right out of high school. His uncle gave him a garage because he's so good at driving. That's it. That's the whole thought. Uncle from which side? Like, it's got to be his mom's side, right? Because his or or is it his dad's side? Whichever side is not the Native American side of him, because right. as far as we know, he only has the two relatives on that side. But maybe no. You know what? No, because he didn't know that they were his relatives. Look, man, I don't know. He just has an uncle that races. Because he was and adopted. Now, Tommy was adopted. Maybe it's his his adopted uncle. His uncle adopted him. <laughs> Well, no, but it's like his adoptive father's brother or something. Tommy's family tree is wacky, and I'm just now realizing it's all coming crashing down on me right now because it's garage. Only wacky because nobody thought of it. No, nobody was like, "Where is this kid from?" He just exists. And look, here's the thing: either he was adopted, so either a he is Tom, and it's a self it's a self fulfilling prophecy loop cycle thing, or b it's Zordon's baby boy. I like the one where he just. Exists through time. I kind of like that too. <laughs> Justin's like, I wish I was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good segue to this. Which, yeah, uh, congrats, Justin. You are. <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I wish I was dumb like the other kids. And Tommy's like, That's stupid. And Justin's like, Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're That's right. That's the whole scene. That's basically it. We cut to the sub. Everyone's asleep. Porto has this. I didn't realize it at the time. It's a Gropito, which is the official name of these now. Yes. But I did not realize it at the time. And I thought he just had a bomb strapped to him, like chained to him. I thought it was a rocket. He was just going to like go home. He was just going <laughs> to blast off into space. I'm going back to Porto Planet. Uh, but he, <laughs> he exits. He leaves like, oh, I'm out of here. You'll see. He like, he bumps the door with the, with the torpedo a little bit. Yeah. And Elgar wakes up and he has just dumb 
plastic fish in a bowl with a little bit of water. He's like, oh, fish is indigestion. Ugh. Farts, get it? And then Porto leaves. He's like, I'm going to yeah. show you. Uh, cut back to the garage. Justin fell asleep. He was here working all night. What was Cat wearing? Part two. She got a floral blouse on that ties in over, you know, on her stomach. Uh, it's over a pink shirt. She's got black pants on. It's very student teacher. <laughs> it's very, yeah. It's very attractive aunt of her <laughs> to be yes. wearing this. It's like when you're like 11 or 12, you go to your friend's house. Here's like, dude, who's talking to your mom? Oh, that's her. That's my aunt. That's her sister. Dude, your aunt's hot. Your aunt's a babe. <laughs> and they punch you in the shoulder. Oh, stop. Stop. I'm just saying, your aunt's a babe. What? <laughs> anyway, so Justin fell asleep in the garage. They all wake him up and they're like, hey, were you like here all night? He's like, yeah, I got permission to work on it all night from the committee? From the, from the garage? From the truant officer or like the police <laughs> who were like, yeah, this little kid can just be stray all night He's, or whatever. He still doesn't have a dad, His right? dad is still <laughs> out of town. Like, where does he... He lives at the shelter, I guess. Did he call the shelter and was like, hey, I'm going to work on a thing. I'm going to be at Tommy's garage all night. Don't worry about me. And they're like, that's fine. It's 1997. As whatever. long as we know where you are, here's a flashlight. Go have fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Build a good car. And they're like, did you get it back together? He's like, well, I tried all night. But he pulls the the blanket off. He's like, boom, true Bluetooth. I did it. I'm an egghead. Were you a little disappointed that it wasn't cooler looking this time? I, th- I think it was exactly the same. <laughs> it's exactly the I same. I feel like the only... just put the pieces back together yeah, in the same order. I don't order. even think, because it said true blue on the side. I don't even think it said true blue too. Because it's not. It's all the same pieces of true blue you one in like... the same order. You had to put the, it back together. I was hoping he was going to take it off, and it was just going to be like this super slick... It's going to be Mountain Blaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to race in my Zord! Uh, how great would that be? Pull up, I built this. Sort of. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe Billy did. <laughs> Definitely at least Alpha helped. Uh, so we cut back to Diva Talk. She's like, hey, where's Porto? And Elgar's like, I guess he left. And she's like, ugh. <laughs> This is when you noticed and had me rewind that Rygog's horn is broken. It's gnarled. It's like smushed down and twisted, and it has a couple comically large band-aids toward yeah. the base of it. So I wonder if they stored the costume and it like got crunched. Probably. And they were just like, put band-aids on it. The season sucks anyway. Just put it out. No one will know. Never explain we it. We can't just get rid of Rygog, and I guess we only have the one costume we, sometimes. We only got the one horn. <laughs> could you just make a new horn and like thread they it through? Taken the horn clean off, and, and it would have taken me a while to notice. I wouldn't have noticed if it was missing. I would not. Have, I didn't even notice that it was broken until you pointed it out. But if it was straight <laughs> up missing, I would not have noticed that. Yeah, she's like, I need this detonator fixed though. Oh, and Porto's gone, and she's and Elgar's like, oh, I'll do it. And she's like, I'm gonna regret this, but I have no other options. I guess. I think Rygog is smarter than Elgar. Br- I bet there's some uh, Baratrons that could probably do it better than him. I think Divatox herself is probably smarter than Elgar. Right, but she doesn't want to, like, get her hands dirty. Yeah, no, she's very assistant manager. Truth. She's a store manager. Uh, <laughs> very much so. Uh, that's all we'll say about uh, that. Yeah, so as as this scene fades out, Rygar is just, like, ripping wires. Like, oh, there's a lot of parts on this, and then it just fades to black. Like, oh, so this is going to go not right. Yep. You mean Elgar. I said Rygog, huh? Said, you said Rygar. That's their celebrity couple name. Oh, they're cute. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Elgar should be with anybody. He wants to be with uh, uh, Chromite. Yeah. But Chromite dead. Chromite's dead. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Your lady friend's dead. 
Uh, then we cut to race number two. Basically, the one from the beginning of the episode was a practice race, and I think they explained that. Uh, and I just forgot to mention it. Right, it's like a dry run. Yeah, because he's like, why'd you wreck my car? It's just a practice race. And Warren's like, every race matters. Every race matters, egghead. Moving his head all over the place like a dork. <laughs> uh, then, uh, so Lieutenant Stone is announcing. He's like the the announcer for this whole thing. He's like, don't forget to get a smoothie. And then we cut over to a woman with a Miss Angel Grove sash with this giant cup-shaped vending machine just like pouring out smoothies for people. Yeah, man, this is a big community event. Miss Angel Grove came out. She, Miss Angel Grove herself came out. She's pretty cute. Yeah, I would have voted for her. I feel like Cat should be Miss Angel Grove, but like. <laughs> she's too busy. She didn't have time for the pageant. Right, and she's new. Technically, she's only been here for like a year. Right. Well, I guess, I guess a year and a half. So I don't know what the statute of limitations is on that. I don't know. How she, long you have to live there to be the She lives miss- there now. It's not like she has like, she might have a driver's license. She probably has to. I'm, I'm sure she does. I feel like I remember her driving way back, like when yes. Aisha was a vet. No, she drove the, yeah, she drove the car onto the internet. Right. That one time. See? So she was introduced with a driver's license. So there's a race going on already. And I guess it's just like a heat, like one heat, I guess. Um, but these, are these these are like qualifiers? I guess or I don't know. This whole thing makes no sense. It makes no sense. There's no power structure to this. But uh, Zach attack wins, so that's cool. Zach right. uh, Zach came back for one race <laughs> to, to race soapbox against a bunch of kids, a bunch, a bunch of a bunch of eleven year olds. Just crush. Could you them. imagine Zach Taylor, Waluigi knees in this little wow. soapbox? He has to like. He has to use, like, driftwood to keep it light enough to counter right. his own weight. <laughs> <laughs> or there's no weight limit. He's like, yeah, I'm so heavy. I'll just, like, right. I'm just gonna... motor down that hill. And he does. He wins uh, every time. Probably. So Bulk and Skull are like, oh, we're monkeys, but if we win this race, we'll be famous, and the Power Rangers will have to help us turn into humans. And Skull's like, that's a dumb plan. And Bulk's like, I don't know. I think it can work. And Lieutenant threatens them. Yeah. Like, hey. Shut up, you two. I I don't know how Bulk suggested cheating. But then Skull says, cheetahs never win. Ha ha. Get it? Because we're monkeys? Cheetahs? Ha ha. That's that's not good. That's very bad. Look, I love bad jokes, but that is like, that is too bad. That's not, that's barely a joke. It's not a joke. There's barely any cognitive relay (laughs) between that joke and They're both in zoos. Right? Oh, they're animals? Ha ha. One's a cat, one's like a hairy boy. You could hear it in Jason Narvi's voice. He was like, I can't believe they're making me say this. <laughs> oh, yeah. National Treasure Jason Narvi hates being a monkey, and you can tell every time he yeah. talks. Also, they gave him the wrong personalities, I'm telling you. Like, they, Bulk should have been the grumpy one. Skull should have been the one trying to get them fixed. Like, that would have been a good reversal. Yeah. Play to their strengths a little bit better. They ain't care. So, uh, yeah, Lieutenant Stone's like, if you don't sh- shut up, I'm going to send you back to the juice bar, and you'll have to peel bananas. Surely you won't eat them all like monkeys do. Lieutenant Snow, what's your game plan, dude? Uh, so then, Lose your bananas? Right, I guess. Like, get rid of all my bananas in a very efficient way. So then Elgar teleports in. He's like, I need a, I need a, something fast that I can put this bomb on. And Mean. And there's Mean Machine right there. So he just plants the bomb on a kid's derby car. Mean Machine has a cubby in the back for a detonator to go in. Yeah, it's where you put your detonator. Like, <laughs> usually you put, like, a Lunchable and, right. like, you know, like all your pencils. Can't wait to win this race so I can eat my wet meat. Yeah, <laughs> get all that wet meat. <laughs> this one's got a soda in it. 
Remember when Lunchables had sodas in them? Those are the holy grail of I Lunchables. Only, I only remember Capri Suns. Do they not have those in them anymore? I mean, they have the ones with Capri Suns. They have like some kind of exclusive deal with Capri Sun. I guess. There was like a there was like a tiny I guess I can do remember. of, of you cola. Get like a tiny can of soda. Yeah, of like Market Basket brand cola. Uh, Lunchable <laughs> cola. Lunchable cola. <laughs> That would be bad. It's wet cola. <laughs> well, at least it's that. Uh, yeah, because you, you know what you do is you you stick all your wet meat in there, <laughs> shake it up, and then drink that like a, like a smoothie, like a lunchable smoothie. Your wet meat and cola smoothie. I'm glad I already don't eat lunchables for breakfast anymore. Good call. It's because I get I, burritos now because they're very good. Uh, I they still like. They I have got, more to them. I have an orange. I didn't have an orange today, and I was like, ooh. How am I going to get through this day without a vitamin C? Uh, two donuts, I guess, did the trick. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there's two hours on the clock <laughs> for the bomb. Yeah. Oh, it's yep. two hours. Here's the thing what? about the timer. It makes no sense and doesn't matter. No. Because the next time we see the detonator, it's at like 12 minutes. It's No, it's at like 13 seconds the next time we I, see it. I think we see it one time in between. Okay. But only for like a split second, just to remind us that it is on Mean Machine still. Right, okay. That brings up some more problems. Uh, So, uh, Worm comes over and he's like, oh, you ready to get whooped again by me and my Mean Machine? (laughs) Egghead? And Justin's like, I mean, have a good race. And just like sticks his hand out to shake. And he's like, oh, get out of here. (laughs) I hate hate this kid so much. So, it turns out that, like I said, Porto stole a Gropito. Again, I just thought it was a... A bomb that he was like, I'll blow up the track myself. I'll walk there and I'll blow it up with my torpedo. <laughs> uh, but he uses it on himself. He like tips it over and it blows up and he grows. And then he just starts like doing nothing. He, he just walks through the city as the buildings blow up around him. I guess. I don't Because he's so big that just like his sides were knocking buildings right. over. Also, guys, uh, we didn't mention it. This episode was weirdly draining. Like we yeah. both came out of it like, oh, oh no. <laughs> Uh, so then we cut back to Elgar, who's like, I did it. I put the bomb on a car. And then Rygog's like, oh, man, Porto's big. So then we cut to Justin, who, as he's about to start wheeling but his... Before we cut, because Rygog's like, oh, look at Porto. He's big and he's wrecking stuff. And Diva Talks is like, bring him back here. Get him back here right now. Stop him from winning and bring him back, please. Right, while the Power Rangers don't even know and are distracted? I mean, I guess here's the thing. Like, if you destroy the city, you just destroyed the city. Like, you haven't destroyed the Power Rangers. So, right. like, I guess there is that. But, like, it's just, like, Porto just, like, walking around. Like, he's not doing <laughs> anything. He's barely harming anything. Uh, so then we got back to you, Justin, who's about to get ready for the race. Zordon, or, sorry, not Zordon. He's gone. Demetria calls. Or, I don't think we hear. It's we just, don't hear. No, it's, it's just, just the beeps. beeps. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Carol Hoyt was busy, even though she's Diva Tux. <laughs> I just fell asleep. That just knocked me out because of how dumb it is. She was like, I'm sorry, I cannot record uh, any Demetria lines. I'm busy with uh, prior engagements here's, as Diva talks. Here's what happened. They were like, all right, and then Demetria will call. Them. All right, what question is she going to ask? They're like, ah, oh, forget it. They're like, fuck it, I don't know. <laughs> just beep it. Just beep. So so he like starts to leave, and then Worm's like, are you leaving? Are you afraid to go to your senses, Justin? And he's like, I just got to take care of stuff. And then the Rangers come up. They're like, we got to go. Portal's stacking the city. 
we cut back to Diva Tux. He's like, all right, how like get him back now. And then we cut to, then we go from there. We smash cut to the Rangers in go karts. Yep. Which is insane. Speedy little go karts. So they drive up. He's like, get the robotic arsenal mobilizer. That's what the Rams stood for that I forgot about so many episodes ago. They get their weapons. They just start fighting him. They have a whole Zord, but they're like, no. They're not going to use it. We're for good. Porto? Even like, though Porto absorbs everything they do. Oh, yeah. He's like, this doesn't hurt me a little, even a little bit. And then he's like, he's literally throwing the Power Rangers around at some point. And then we cut back to the race, and they're about to start the race, and we have 12 seconds on the detonator. So if we had any amount of time before that, what like you said, it was like maybe 10, 12 minutes. So that means they just sat there for 10 minutes waiting. There were just- two hours of other races before this. That's I would be so bored. That Un- sucks. Unless I could play like that, like beanbag, like bean and hole. What is that called? Bean and hole. Bean, yeah, bean and hole. <laughs> I think I'll be beating a hole for like two hours. I imagine this is like a whole fair. We just don't see any right. of it except for the smoothie booth and the <laughs> and the soapbox derby. That's probably what happened. That's probably true. If not, I don't even know anymore. So it blows up, but instead of killing Worm and in a swift mercy for us, it just knocks his brake block off. It's just a tiny little like. It's so uh, like because because Elgar fixed it. Right. So that's bad. why it didn't work. It also knocks out his steering, so he can't steer and he can't brake. Um, the brake is like you pull a lever and like a uh, like a foot comes down almost. Yeah, it's like a it's like a like a rollerblade brake, but backwards essentially. Yeah, or no, maybe forwards. Maybe that's how rollerblades work. <laughs> no, it's forwards. Yeah, roller skates have them on the front. Right, they're on the back, so it comes down. Which always seemed crazy dangerous. Well, I need to stop. Let me get on my tiptoes. Well, the trick is you drag one of your feet <laughs> to slow you down. Right. I mean, on roller skates, though, where the brake is on the toe. Yeah, yeah, you just, like, put one foot back and drag the toe. I don't, don't, like, I don't like roller skates. I'm aggressive inline all the way. Oh, same. Is what I'm saying. But, I mean, I, just, I can, I'm very good at skating. I haven't done it in a while, but I bet I could still skate backwards, at least. <laughs> I could never go backwards. It's not as hard as you think. I go forwards real good, but I can't do back. I can't wrap my head around how it works. I used to do some pretty wet stunts. I could uh, jump. I did, jump? Good, I did a good jump. Yeah. I could not grind because I didn't have anything good to grind where uh, I lived. I didn't have the grind skates. Oh, I I had the I speed took skates. the two middle wheels out of mine. That's very dangerous. And I uh, you were I, a DIY aggressive inliner. Yep, I just took out those two wheels. I took a candle, just an old candle, and waxed that part. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to grind the curb, but it never worked. My my friend, other Josh, had trick skates. I guess if that's what you want to call them, they had like the thing built in right in the middle oh yeah um, and I, I play on those every once in a while and I, was, I was pretty all right but mine were like speed skates so i mostly just did that did you ever have soap shoes i did not i didn't either but man did i want a and pair like, of those i wish we lived in the tony hawk universe where everything was built for soaps <laughs> like everything is just grindable rails yeah and every everywhere. every time they put up like a sidewalk like all right we need enough rails that we can combo down this whole thing yeah, I want you to be able to soap your way from the top to the bottom without touching the ground. Soaps were awesome, yeah. but also very stupid. Well, yeah, that's the 90s in, in a nutshell, right? I think you're right. <laughs> Heelys are much dumber, and they have stuck around, though. Yep. No justice in this world. They use the ram cannon to port over. It doesn't, he's like, that doesn't do anything. I'm a giant. And then Diva talks, teleports him back, and that's what stops Porto from 
from rampaging. Yeah, he shrinks down because they unshrink him. That was like step. There was two steps: unshrink right. him and bring him home. They unshrink him, and then Tanya's just like, "Looks like you're getting called home." And then a, a porthole comes over him and washes yeah. him up in a gloopy, gross bubble and takes him away. And that's the end of that. Uh, so then they leave. Justin gets back in time to see Worm careening down the thing. He's like, I can stop him. So he hops in True Blue 2, even though he has like an eight-minute head start on Justin. I don't think Justin started from the top. He just grabbed True Blue and pushed it onto the track as close as he oh, could. Oh, maybe. So he gets in front of him. And, and he like and Mean Machine was also kind of like swerving. Right. So it wasn't going like full speed straight down. So he gets in front of Mean Machine. And he like gets bumper to bumper and breaks. And then just basically like... Yeah, to almost like when they put the Zords together, which I thought was a really nice touch. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> neat. Um, so then, you know, Worm is grateful. Cut back to Diva Talks, who's getting a pedicure from Elgar. Did you see her damn nails? They were nails? super, super long. They were she like, wears regular shoes. I think, I mean, for, again, for the joke. <laughs> the joke is that her nails are uh, six are, inches long. Are gross and long. Yeah. This was like a foot. These were crazy long. One of them was at least four inches. It was only like four. That was but, like yeah. per pinky toe. Yeah. And then the rest of them were enormous. And then Rygog's brushing her hair. And she's like, Porto, you have to walk the plank. And he's like, we're in a submarine. She's like, yep, get stepping. Hold your breath. And then we cut away from there. And that's it. Um, so then. Oh, good. Uh, we cut back to the race. Warren comes up to Justin and he's like, hey, I'm sorry I called you an egghead earlier. I guess I was just jealous of how smart you are. And he's like, that's... You know, like, bullies come around. Yeah, I mean, he did save his life. He did. And this is a very simple show. But I don't... I still don't feel like he would be like, I'm jealous of how smart you are. He would just oh, be like... absolutely not. Thank you. But still, they would be, like, friends now. Like but rival friends, sort still of. Still call him a nerd all the time. Yeah, um, so he's like, maybe we can work on our cars together. Egghead would become a term of endearment. Right. And then when they are dating in high school, right. that's like what he calls him. That's no cute. one else can call you Egghead but me. And he like beats up the other yeah. boys. Uh, Where's that show? I've watched that I'll show. Watch the heck out of that show. <laughs> so anyway, uh, he's like, yeah, maybe we can work on our cars sometime. He's like, yeah, that would be cool. So they like high five or shake hands or whatever. Uh, and then we just cut to bulk careening down. I think Skull is in there too. I don't remember though. Just bulk. I only remember the one monkey. Um, they're just the careening down the track. They're like, who is this? It's obviously a monkey. Like, it's got hairy arms. <laughs> it is in a helmet, though, so that's nice. The right. monkey was at least safe. Well, yeah, they had to meet the, the standards for animals. Yeah. Say. So it had to be safe in a helmet. Yeah. They're going to push it down a hill, a hill in a soapbox car. I think it was only on, like, a little bit of the track, and they stopped it, and then, like, the rest is, like, a kid. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, but anyway, the point is it just careens right into the... Smoothie machine, which is water. This is pink water. It, yep. It just pours all over Miss Angel Grove. It's like a cup of it goes flying out of someone's hand. Or maybe, no, the machine was cup shaped, right? Yeah. Okay, maybe it was the machine then. And I just thought it was a regular cup. It might have also a been. A bucket load of yeah. smoothie lands on Miss Angel Grove. And she's like, oh, no. Uh. And then Bulk grabs a microphone and is like, help, I'm Bulk, I'm Farkas Bulkmeyer, I'm a monkey. Like, I, I guess because they hear themselves speaking English, they don't know they're not. But after the second time of the all the humans around you looking at you like you're a dumb monkey, don't you get it? Do you remember when they were like, <laughs> we're going to find the Power Rangers? And every episode they didn't? Yeah, this is the same thing, but like, we're going to get people to know we're not, we're, we're not monkeys. But we're going to... 
tell them every time. We're never going to try anything different. We're going to keep trying to talk to them. I mean, write it down? Like, you should have the muscle control to write. You could drive a car. Well, sort of. You did crash it. You did crash But it. I imagine Bulk would also crash a car. Probably. No, he could drive a motorcycle. Yeah. I don't know. Look, point is. You could still scribble help. I am Bulk. Yes, I am. Yeah, I am Bulk. B-U-U-L-K. I, I am Bulk. <laughs> Uh, so then uh, they still can't talk. Uh, Lieutenant Sum comes up and he's like, well, I guess we're going back to banana duty. I have a job that's very appealing. And then Miss Grove is like, those are your monkeys? He's like, I guess so. And she's like, good, and dumps a smoothie on him. So we are at least three for three of the last three episodes. At least three episodes have ended with Lieutenant Stone getting gooped. Yeah, so that's fun. Anyway, that's it. We're done. I started, Josh. What's the best? The best is no Alpha 6 or Demetria this episode. That was a small mercy, but I feel like <laughs> Alpha 6 would have added a little bit of levity that I could have used. Well, at the very least, there was no Demetria to just completely anger me. Yeah, well, that was a good thing. My best is Cat's hair. That's good. It's like an easy out because Cat's hair is always perfect, but this episode was blank like we talked about it for a lot longer than i thought we did we talked but, about a lot of other stuff but we talked about a lot if you take out <laughs> all of the other stuff you got a good eight minutes of us talking about this episode we talked about a bunch of other stuff we didn't start talking about the episode until 20 minutes and we're at 55 now so yeah <laughs> woof guys uh what's the worst worm he is bad i'm gonna say the worst is the fact that like this episode didn't happen like this episode feels like a gas leak to me <laughs> Um, and who's the MVP? It's Justin. He did he did rebuild True Blue all night. Yeah, and he saved Worm's life, even though like he hated him. Worm yeah. hated him. All right, well that's it. Morphingrid.tumblr.com is the website. Hey Jake and Josh is the archives. Hey Jake and Josh.com. I should have specified, but you guys know by now. If you want to email us, littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash the morphingrid. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play, but like whatever. If you want to leave us a review, that'd be great. It helps us out a ton. Uh, the more reviews we have that are good, the more we pop up when people search for stuff. And um, then more people get to listen. And that's always fun. And finally, we're on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Josh. If you like this and you want to support what we do here, you can go there and kick a couple bucks a month our way and you get some cool stuff in return. Maybe next week we'll record the first of the... Alien, tattooed alien boys from Beverly Hills episodes. I got to watch the first Woof. three first. <laughs> but like, I, we got to do it, right? Get, might as well get it out of the way, right? Pull that bandaid off quick. Yeah. So yeah, please consider uh, donating if you can, if at all possible. Uh, and then zine stuff. So yellow zine. This is a Monday episode, right? Yeah. It, Wait a minute. Yes, I totally forgot what day it was. This is a Monday episode. <laughs> so what are the odds the yellow zine is out now? There is a 60% chance it's out right now. <laughs> okay. So if it's out right now, patrons, go on to Patreon. It'll be there for you. Uh, anybody else, if you want, it'll be $2 on Gumroad. Uh, Bit.ly slash gridzine3 is how I've been tagging them. So you can get it. They're usually pretty good. I'm kind of excited to see how this one turns out because it's going to be kind of a weird one. But I, I think it'll be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, if you got anything for blue, please send it in. We have nothing yet. Yeah, come on, guys. Guys, I know you love Billy. I know all of you nerds love Billy. Just send him stuff about blues. <laughs> I don't want to be the Billy zine, but I feel like it's going to be a pretty Billy heavy zine. It probably will be. 
I don't know who my favorite. My favorite blue might be TJ. We'll see. <laughs> I got to think about it. But anyway, um, so yeah, send all your stuff in. Send it in. Uh, September 15th is the deadline. And I mean that for now. S- sort of. <laughs> uh, also, I keep forgetting to talk about this, but we have four slots left for uh, three. We haven't gotten back to some people. Uh, some people we have we have some people asking. I haven't gotten back to you because I haven't had the time. Uh, we got back to our first one, which is uh, Patron Zero. Matt is going to join us for episode thirteen, the Millennium Message. All right. Um, so that'll be that'll be fun. I'm pretty excited about that. I have I I'm thinking Blue Centurion shows that, up. That's but what that's, I'm thinking. That's all I can. That's all I got. So that'll be pretty fun. And we got four more slots. Here are the rules: no jacket episode. <laughs> I just want to I just want to bask in the glory that is the jacket episode. Rule number 2, only one episode. Right. So not a two-parter. That's a scheduling nightmare to me. Uh sorry, no offense. Um uh, it, it can be one part of a two-parter. Is that okay? Or yeah. or do we want to do the two-parters just us? I, like Um no, we should we should keep it consistent, I think. So it should be just us for two parters. Okay. So sorry about that. Uh I know somebody asked about doing a two-parter. I can't remember who right now. I'll check. So sorry. Pick another episode though, and see. That's it. That's the rules. Those are two rules. Past me lied. There's one more rule. You have to be able to record yourself. That's the third rule. That's it though. That's for real. The only three rules. And we're gonna get out of here because we're creeping up on an hour, and I don't understand how. So, <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you on Friday for Need for Speed. It was something dumb. Something race Built related. Built for Speed. Built, I think it might have been built for speed. But until then, may, may the, the power protect you. Nobody can hear it in a regular headphones or if they're playing it over any sort of speakers. All right. So it just bothers me, which I'm fine with. I I will shoulder this burden.